The information and opinions expressed on the Functional Health Forum are intended to address specific questions asked or situations described on the program and are not designated to constitute advice or recommendations as to any disease, ailment, or physical condition. You should not act or rely on any information contained in this program without seeking the advice of your personal physician. If you have any questions about the information or opinions expressed during this program, please contact your doctor. The doctor is in the house. The Functional Health Forum is your place to talk with doctors to discuss and get answers to your medical questions at no charge each Saturday from noon to one. If you've been diagnosed and wondered if there is another way, then call in to the show today and talk with host Dr. Jurgen Winkler, 866-577-2473. And now it's time for the Functional Health Forum. Welcome to the Functional Health Forum on KPRAISE, 1210 AM, KPRZ. My name is Rick Hill, and along with Dr. Jurgen Winkler, uh, we'll be your host for the next 60 minutes as we talk about all things relating to improving your health naturally, organically, using the best of science and nutrition. It was nearly 42 years ago when I was just 24 years old that I conquered late-stage lymphatic cancer without harmful drugs, or radiation. Yes, it is possible. Our show today is sponsored by the Cancer Call Center. They don't make you sick to get you well. And by Quantum Functional Medicine. I'm sitting in for Dr. Jurgen Winkler today, who is a medical director at Quantum Functional Medicine in Carlsbad, California. You can find them at QFMed, that's QF like Frank, M like Mary, qfmed.com for more information or to view their videos or listen to our previous shows log on to qfmed.com or find them on facebook twitter yelp and linkedin my special guest today is going to be annie brandt annie is a fun she's not just a nice person by the way but she is the founder and executive director of the best answer for cancer which is Foundation, which is a hybrid 501c3. Not sure what that is. It, I'm sure doesn't refer to gasoline and electricity. <laughs> they serve both integrative cancer physicians and patients of cancer with chronic disease. Annie herself is a 15-year survivor of late-stage metastatic breast cancer. So if you're listening today, ladies and you've gotten that diagnosis of metastatic breast cancer, Annie is a person you will want to call in and ask questions. She didn't do any surgery or conventional chemo or radiation. Instead, she used a healing platform that addressed not only the cancer, but every aspect of her life. She went through cancer with great quality of life. By the way, that's pretty important, isn't it? (laughs) Some people say yeah, I, I survived 11 years after I was diagnosed, but, you know, I, I wished I were dead during that 11 years. That isn't what happened to her. Uh, she went through cancer with a great quality of life and literally literally watched the tumor shrink and disappear. After she experienced thriving while surviving, she started the nonprofit to raise awareness of all the options that are available today to cancer patients. And Dr. Jurgen Winkler, who joins me by phone today as well, they are at a conference, uh, he can tell you about what Annie has done. Dr. Winkler, are you there, sir? I am here. Good afternoon. How are you doing? Good afternoon. And nice to hear your voice. And uh, nice to have online also today, Annie. And we'd like to, first of all, probably take just a couple of minutes to review her Uh, struggle with uh, her diagnosis. And I think also importantly is how did she stumble into alternative treatment? Uh, uh, The listeners have heard my story ad nauseum, so let's focus on her. Um, Annie Brandt, are you there? Yes, I am, and thank you so much for having me today. Well, Annie, tell our listeners, and, and we want Dr. Winkler to jump in at any time for clarification, Uh, But Dr. Winkler is one of the doctors that you consulted with in your health search. What caused you, Annie, to seek alternative or integrative 
or functional, you know, whatever term we pick, holistic medicine in the beginning? Well, it was, I, I really felt like I didn't have a lot of choices. When when they found the cancer and diagnosed me, it was already in my breast, my lymph, my brain, and my lungs. And they gave me three to six months to live, and the options were double mastectomy, uh, heavy chemo, and radiation. And I went home and, <clears throat> and did my research, and I found all the side effects were of the, that program were pretty devastating and if I, I if I believed the diagnosis of three to six months then I had the option that, with their program of facing a, a really brutal three to six months and I decided I didn't want to do that that rather I wanted to if I was going to go I was going to go as whole and as healthy as I could and so I don't think at that point I was thinking alternative therapies I think I was thinking what can I do to to be as healthy as possible and 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 strengthen my body so that I maybe live a little longer and live a better quality life well, that must have been a frightening experience. Uh, you were more ill, if that's the word, uh, than I was. I had stage three cancer, but it had not metastasized to any major organ groups, unless you call the lymphatic system a major organ group. I guess some would, but certainly it was not in my brain or uh, had not spread to bones or anything like that. So you must have received more negative response than I even did because you were further along in your disease. I imagine your friends and family told you you were, you were crazy not to have traditional treatment. Oh, yeah. There was a lot of pressure. There was a lot of pressure from, from family and friends. And I, I finally said, you know, um, if, I, if I do what you want me to do and I die, I'm going to be pretty pissed off. I'm going to come back and haunt you. <laughs> but if I do what I want to do and I die, well, then, hey, that was my choice. It's, and it's my life, so it should be my choice. And, and yeah, but there was a lot of pressure. And the doctors, too, you know, they're, and they believe what they're, what they're doing. So, you know, meeting someone like Dr. Winkler <clears throat> and actually having a doctor uh, tell me that there are options was really tremendously impressive it made a huge impression and it, it it allowed me to breathe a little bit without you know without that anxiety that just feels like you're frozen and well dr winkler if when a person like annie calls you with that late stage cancer what goes through your mind and and you know what what a little bit of format here on how you handle them well, you, know, you have to think that there's a lot that needs to be done, but you obviously have to get a handle on the disease. And I think you can do that fairly quickly, believe it or not. Uh, these types of breast cancers respond rather quickly from what we've seen. And then we've got to do all the rest of the work. As Annie will tell you, you have to clean up the internal milieu of the body. You're cleaning up your gut function. You're changing your diet. You're, you're healing and detoxifying from the inside on out. Because all this has to do with the environment your your body's living in, and you're living in it. So the cancer just thrives on a very toxic and, and very inflamed environment. So you have to figure out what these triggers are, and then clean all that up. And Annie, so can let's forward, let's fast forward the tape a little bit here, because that was 15 years ago. Obviously, we know how the story ended. You got well, and have stayed well. Um, what was the genesis of starting Best Answer for Cancer? Well, really, as you brought up, the quality of life during my whole experience was just fantastic. I mean, the, the therapy was just another doctor's appointment. I like to point that out. It was just, it was so ho-hum and no trauma, no drama, that I could go on with my life and in a very good way. And so when I watched like, the tumors shrink and disappear, when they were finally gone, um, I just thought, oh, my gosh, you know, I mean, how many people do you know that go through cancer the traditional way and really don't have a lot of quality of life and don't have the outcome I had? And so it, I felt an obligation. You know, I felt an obligation as a survivor um, to to raise awareness that there are all these options out there. And we don't, we don't say conventional is bad. We just say that, that there are options and you can do, you know, your best answer for cancer is whatever works for the individual. And that might be 
a lot of conventional with just some supportive therapies, you know, it might be all alternative, but we, I believe that we're all individuals. And so I shouldn't do what Judy down the street does necessarily. I should do what's best for me. And so that's, I just decided that I needed to start a nonprofit that would get information out, raise awareness, you know, help people find their best answer for cancer. If you're joining us, just Uh, no, I was just going to give out the call number for people that may want to talk to you or Annie. Let me do that. Um, If you'd like to talk with. okay, if I guess we will take a break. (laughs) Uh, If you'd like to talk with Annie or Dr. Winkler, uh, she is a 15 year survivor of very, very advanced stage cancer. Call us after the break at 866-577-2473, and we'll be right back. To take this moment to thank our valued sponsors, host Dr. Jurgen Winkler will return shortly. If you have been diagnosed with cancer and are struggling financially, you may qualify to receive a cash advance for up to 50% of your life insurance policy's death benefit while still providing coverage for your family. Fighting cancer doesn't have to mean financial ruin. Make a two-minute call to find out if you qualify for the Living Benefit Program, 888-274-1777, or visit online at lifecreditcompany.com. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer or treated for cancer in the past? Quantum Functional Medicine offers an entire arsenal of treatments to battle cancer, as well as other chronic and debilitating diseases. At QF Med, each patient's treatment is personalized using a patient-empowered functional approach to treatment. They also offer integrative support treatments for those undergoing traditional chemo, radiation, or surgery, and preventative measures to help stop cancer from reoccurring. For more information, go to qfmed.com or call 760-585-4616. You're listening to the Functional Health Forum with host Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Please call in now to discuss any medical questions you might have. 866-577-2473. Welcome back. My name is Rick Hill and this is Quantum Functional Medicine. We have Dr. Jurgen Winkler on the line. He is a medical doctor uh, in Carlsbad, California, but he specializes in what he calls quantum functional medicine. So, Dr. Winkler, maybe you can tell our listeners in just a few sentences, what is that specialty? And why would a person like Annie come to you? So, functional medicine is a growing field in medicine which addresses the underlying cause. So, a lot of times if people are getting a treatment, let's say their shoulder hurts, and you give them an anti-inflammatory, that's great, but it only helps the symptoms. It doesn't really get to the cause of the problem. So we look at a lot of things internally and look at it from a different perspective to get a better idea what's going on with someone's health as to the root cause of the problem. And then the patient needs to be empowered to really follow a treatment program. Um, you know, your health and your quality of, of your health and your life are really dependent on how much you and what effort you put forth in your treatment program. Hey, and and uh, Annie, you have used uh, Dr. Winkler in the past as a featured speaker at your annual conferences. I think we'll talk about the one coming up here in April in this in the beautiful city of San Diego, where we live. Uh, tell us, uh, how do you support doctors like Dr. Winkler when they join your organization? Okay, well, um, as you mentioned early on, we're a hybrid nonprofit, and what hybrid means is um, we support both physicians and patients, and I think we're the only hybrid nonprofit in in existence. But uh, the way we support the physicians is we hold clinical education classes where we instruct in different integrative therapies. We created a professional group for the physicians uh, called the International Organization of Integrative Cancer Physicians, and that's a place for them uh, online to gather and ask questions and look at reference materials. Uh, We also sponsor uh, the annual Continuing Medical Education Conferences, Um, and as as you pointed out, ours is coming up in April in San Diego. And lastly, we we manage um, clinical studies on different therapies. We just started um, an outcomes, survival outcome study on, on a, a therapy program that's been successful in another clinic for 
the last five years. And Dr. Winkler, how do you use an organization like Annie's to further your practice? Well, I think we can promote a lot of what we're doing through this, and Annie's a really good promoter, and she meets with a lot of the doctors so that other clinicians are aware of what's going on. The patients are becoming more aware, and it's a great forum for people to understand and learn, you know, how people have survived cancer. You know, one of the things I really find crucial in this whole thing is that when a patient like Annie makes a decision to do something alternative, they really need the support of the family. And mm-hmm. so many times we hear the family says, well, they're not supporting my decision. Well, it's amazing how many people offer an opinion from when they're not really asked. Um, when someone like you know, when someone decides they need to have a particular treatment program that they're in favor of, the emotional investment, the thinking about their program, and the and implementation of the program is so much better if they're on board with it. And it really helps to have the family support whatever decision someone suffering from cancer is. I mean, you went through that sort of ostracization, as I'm sure Annie did when you decided, oh, I'm going to go to Mexico or I'm going to go someplace else for treatment, and the family really didn't support it except you said your father-in-law supported you at the time. Well, that's exactly right. I, I recall the family get-together we had in Stewartville, Minnesota, when I announced my decision to, that I was considering going to uh, Tijuana. There wasn't a Dr. Uh, Jurgen <laughs> Winkler <laughs> yeah. at that time. Oh, well, you may have been alive, but you certainly were practicing medicine. And, um, and I remember that my brother Sam piped up, Sam Hill, you can believe that, piped up and he said, Ricky, if you go to Mexico, I will never speak to you again. And I looked over at my father and he looked at me and said, ditto. And I thought, okay, this is wow. going well. <laughs> you know, wasn't funny at the time. Uh, but what no, I did say to him... No, well, what I did say to my brother was, I said, Sam, if I don't go, you probably will never be able to speak to me again. I'm dying. I don't know if you've got the memo here. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, is that crazy? Yeah, it happens. And and I was very fortunate. My wife uh, really jumped into the program with me, ate the same foods they had put me on, uh, didn't do the colonics and not crazy about the juicing, but supportive and it made it a lot easier. Nothing's worse than to come home from treatment and your your spouse is eating a greasy hamburger and a, drinking a Coke and you got to go to the refrigerator and try and graze on whatever's organic. It just It's harder to do. Right. So you really need the support of your family. And that's really what their job is, regardless of what decision they make. Well, Annie, tell us about your conference coming up in April and then... Uh, tell us how patients, not just doctors, can benefit from this. Okay. Well, the, the um, annual 14th Annual Integrative Oncology Conference is April 14th to 16th at the Town and Country Resort here in San Diego. And we have pre-conference workshops from the 11th to the 13th. Uh, we anticipate around 350 to 400 medical professionals in attendance. And we have some great speakers, one of which is Dr. Winkler, of course, and then um, James Forsyth uh, from Suzanne Summers' book, Knockout, Dr. Jerry Tennant, um, who's written a, a bestseller, Healing is Voltage, um, Dr. Mitch Genn, Dr. Teresa Dale, you know, these are pretty big names in the medical field, Doug Kaufman and James Oshman. And then we have, you know, I think it's a total of, of around 28 to 30 uh, speakers on different integrative therapies, successful integrative therapies. That's the doctor's conference. The patient conference is at the same resort on April 15th and 16th, and we will have several of the doctors that speak to the physicians also speak to the, the patients. So they're getting very experienced um, in, uh, speakers and and excellent, up-to-date, evidence-based information on therapies. And I attended your conference last year in Reno, and I can tell the listeners that the biggest contrast that I saw, outside of the quality of speakers and all of that, the food was like nothing else I've ever had at a national convention. Now, I hope town and country pulls that off equally well as, <laughs> as, yeah, uh, okay. 
But what I mean by that is uh, even when we took a coffee break, there was organic coffee available, organic cream, honey, things you never see at a hotel. And if there was, you know, tea and crumpets served, uh, they had a gluten-free little, you know, biscuit of some kind. Instead of just throwing every toxic gruel that they can at you. I always love it when I go to a health conference and they put out 25 cans of Coca-Cola, and, <laughs> you know, yeah. and point yeah, at walk- the table. Yeah, we walk the walk in, in this group. And so it's written into our contracts that there will be organic food and alkaline purified water. And we even bring in purified air in the meeting spaces. So, yeah, we, we're serious about being healthy. <laughs> Dr. Winkler, when, when you spoke at Annie's uh, meetings, what was your emphasis? What did you want the uh, listeners to know? What we talked about last year was how to do the insulin potentiation process, which is a delivery mechanism for whatever you choose to give, depending upon what each person is suffering from. So in cancer, we can use low-dose chemo, but I focused it in on more natural ingredients that you can use that um, can affect cancer and also things that affect the biochemistry of the body. So we're looking at sort of non-toxic, uh, non-chemo-based uh, treatments using the insulin potentiation uh, therapy delivery model. And Annie and Dr. Winkler, can you tell us about outcome studies or quality of life studies? What's the difference between those and what can a patient learn from being at a doctor's office that is participating? Well, the, the survival outcome study, uh, okay, t- you have to look at clinical trials and clinical studies. They're typically paid for by the drug companies. The drug companies are testing one of their drugs. So their return on investment for laying out millions and millions of dollars is potential income in the future from this drug. Um, so therefore, drug companies do not typically run clinical trials or studies for alternative medicine because they do not see that there's that much return on investment for them in the future. You know, because we use natural substances or a slower process or a gentler process, um, we do use the same drugs in a lot of cases, but it's, you know, maybe a tenth of the dose. So the patient doesn't suffer so many side effects. So Drug companies, we've never been able to really get them interested in running clinical trials. So this survival outcome study is is under written by us, the foundation, and it's for stage four cancer patients and who have been given their um, their end of life date. Um, and after we will run it for five years, and, and as a result, we will have actual survival statistics for alternative medicine over a five year period for those patients that have given an end-of-life diagnosis. And when the doctor tells you, and of course you and I both have had this experience, Rick, um, that you have a certain number of months to live or weeks to live, you know, hearing that uh, the patients are surviving longer with with a certain therapy program is like this ray of light at the, you know, at the end of the tunnel. I mean, you actually can, like I said before, you can breathe, you know, you have great hope and you you see a chance to beat the odds that you've been given. Well, that's exactly right. And I, <laughs> I remember that after I was in a non-toxic therapy for a month, I was also at the Mayo Clinic for a month, in all fairness. Uh, all they did was surgery. I had no chemo or radiation. And when I left, it was mandatory. In other words, it's not like I was cured at the Mayo Clinic and then, you know, I'm presenting this story as it's after the fact. But I'll never forget, I walked into my surgeon's office at the Mayo Clinic after having received alternative care. And I came through the door, 20 pounds heavier, tan, because I'd been in Mexico. (laughs) And he held up his hand like you would do if you were telling someone to stop. And he said, before you begin, I want you to know that whatever you think happened to you in Mexico or wherever you went could have had no effect on this apparent natural remission that you have had. And I looked at him and I stopped in my tracks and I said, you know, Doc, you look like a bright guy, but I'm finding looks can be deceiving. I said, (laughs) that's good. How long was I at the Mayo Clinic? He said, I'd have to look at the records, but probably three weeks, a month. 
I said, well, I spent the exact same time in Mexico. When I left the Mayo Clinic, was I cured? Well, no. I mean, we no, we did subsequent uh, lymphatic studies and found that you had active cancer in your feet, in your neck, and we told you the chemo was mandatory. I said, so you're saying that I'm here now looking well because my cancer magically went away just on its own. He said something like that. I said, okay, why didn't it magically go away during the month I was here at the Mayo Clinic? Why did it pick the three weeks I was in Mexico to go away? And by the way, I had more faith in the Mayo Clinic than I, I was terrified to go down to Tijuana because at that time it was unknown. I was feeling like the Lone Ranger. I said, Doc, does any of this make sense to you? He said, this conversation is over. <laughs> now, you're, Dr. Winkler, you've got to know that some of your cohorts in your industry are not particularly open-minded. And not particularly fond of what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. I can imagine. We are yeah. going to take a short commercial break. If you'd like to talk to Annie Brandt, who is a 15-year survivor of very late-stage cancer, did not use classical chemo or radiation, then you need to call her. And our number is 866-577-2473 and talk to her doctor, Dr. Jurgen Winkler, at that same number. We'll be right back. Functional Health Forum would like to take this moment to thank our valued sponsors. Host Dr. Jurgen Winkler will return shortly. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer or treated for cancer in the past? Quantum Functional Medicine offers an entire arsenal of treatments to battle cancer, as well as other chronic and debilitating diseases. At QF Med, each patient's treatment is personalized, using a patient-empowered functional approach to treatment. They also offer integrative support treatments for those undergoing traditional chemo, radiation, or surgery, and preventative measures to help stop cancer from reoccurring. For more information, go to qfmed.com or call 760-585-4616. If you've been diagnosed with cancer and know in your heart that chemo and radiation may not be the total answer, call and talk to a 40-year cancer survivor of late-stage cancer who didn't use chemo or radiation. Rick Hill is a patient advocate and can refer you to caring medical doctors and surgical oncologists who focus on the cause of cancer, not the tumor. Call Rick, tell him your story, and consider some safe alternatives. Call 800-454-7488 for this free service or visit online at cancercallcenter.com. You're listening to the Functional Health Forum with host Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Please call in now to discuss any medical questions you might have. 866-577-2473. And we're back. My name is Rick Hill and we're talking with Dr. Jurgen Winkler and with Annie Brandt, who is the director. Actually, she's more than that. I'd have to look at my notes. She is the founder and executive director of an organization called The Best Answer for Cancer. And if you're listening to this broadcast today and you'd like to meet Annie in person and Dr. Winkler, you can come to her conference if you're a patient, April 15th and 16th. And Annie, where is that conference going to be and what are the associated costs for a patient to come here, Dr. Winkler, and meet you? Okay, the, the patient uh, cost is, um, for anyone listening to this broadcast, is complimentary. And all you have to do is bring a brown bag for lunch. Um, we hope you pack healthy healthy food. <laughs> and come to the uh, register with Debbie at bestanswersforcancer.org. And everything is spelled out. Debbie at bestanswersforcancer.org. Um, and you can come free. And it's sponsored by this. Your 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 entrance fee is sponsored by this radio show. So um, we hope that you will come and and do meet us. And even if you don't have cancer, the statistics, the current statistics, are one in every three women and one in every two men will experience cancer in their lifetime. So it's I believe in being prepared. It's a, it's 
really going to be good information. It'll be very eye-opening, very informative, and we, we try and make it fun, too. You know, it's uh, having a good attitude, um, laughter boosts the immune system and, and uh, is actually an anti-cancer thing to do. So we hope you, we hope you will come. Dr. Winkler, um, a lot of our listeners are really unaware once they get a, can- a diagnosis of cancer uh, and it, it happens to be metastasized, they, I don't know where they get this information, but a lot of them are told that there's a very good chance that they are going to get well in the not too distant future and they get a pretty rosy painting. Do you have any idea what the numbers are really like with conventional medicine? You know, I haven't really looked at the latest statistics. We've they've talked about stage four cancer having a two to three percent survival rate that may have improved, but it's not very significant. If you think of a five year survival rate uh, of two to three percent for a particular cancer type, that's that's you know two out of every hundred. That's very very low. You know, some of the work that's being done and we're looking at right now, and why we joined the Dr. Forsythe's outcome study, is because he's getting over 60% survival rate in patients stage three and four for five years and longer. So I'm waiting for the latest statistics to come out, but it probably sounds better than what I just said, which already sounds 10 times better than what the conventional uh, doctors are offering. Yeah. Yeah. His, his latest uh, overall survival rate. So the rate you quoted is for a particular kind of cancer, but when he took the, um, Overall survival rate, 1,000 patients over 66 months, which is five and a half years, he's got a 71% survival rate. That's just mind-boggling. I I would go to Vegas with a 71% chance of winning. I would not go to Vegas with a 2 to 3%. Which is, which is evidently what I get when I go there because I never come home with any money ever. But imagine the difference. That's a 10 times difference between using conventional medicine and using this, what I would think of as much more humane, much more organic approach. Uh, and, and I think one of the reasons that people don't is fear. Uh, I had to deal with fear. You had to deal with... I got on the airplane back in those days. My my wife actually came on the plane with me to say goodbye. Uh, and uh, I remember tearing up and saying to her, I just hope this isn't a one-way trip. <laughs> I, didn't, I wasn't sure it was going to work because, after all, I was at the Mayo Clinic of all places. And you can see why my family just said, you know, you've always been stupid. This is your biggest illustration to date right here. Do you yeah, still hang out with your family, Rick? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't tell you. There was nothing like any of this when I first was going through cancer. And I know you feel the same, Rick. I mean, you, you heard about Rec- Mexico, and it was, it was like this, okay, here's a chance. Um, you know, but there wasn't, there wasn't a lot out there. And, and so you know, this study is really exciting. I can't believe the 71% survival rate. I mean, it's, it's just like I say, it's mind-boggling because, you know, you don't you, when you're three to six months away from death. You know, someone said, would would have said 71% to me. I would have where, where where do I sign up? I mean, it's worth trying. You know, it's it's worth the the risk to get that kind of a return. Well, I remember when we so first think- started this show, I asked Dr. Winkler straight up. This was like 14, 15 weeks ago. I said, "What in the world <laughs> got into you?" that you would want to be in alternative medicine. You know, it's a struggle for the doctors. It really is because the vast majority of them live on far less income, by the way. Mm -hmm. Uh, They are ostracized by their peers. In other words, other doctors look down their nose like they're some sort of obscurantist, can't find the seat of their pants with both hands and a flashlight. You know, it's like these guys are fringe And from my point of view, it's the exact opposite. In other words, I think our whole medical, you tell me if I'm right or wrong, Dr. Winkler, but our whole whole medical system started out in the, at the turn of the century, being more homeopathic and more holistic. Uh, Yeah, there were snake oil guys around, but am I not right? We use more natural methods 100, 150 years ago. 
You know, we, we use certain types of devices in our office, and if you actually look at the history of medicine, such as magnetic therapy and some type of, a, of energetic medicine was around over 100 years ago. Most offices in the turn of the century from the 1900s to the 20th century had actually those types of devices in their office, and they just became more and more obscure as really an onslaught of the change in medicine coming from the East Coast between Baltimore, Philadelphia, and New York through Rockefeller and Carnegie actually began to promote pharmaceutical medicine and then begin to ostracize their counterparts in homeopathy uh, and other forms of medicine. So that's where that's taken off, and the pharmaceutical company has a lot of power right now. Well, if, if you've ever been, if you've ever met Dr. Winkler, you are amazed because he walks his talk. He's a great big strapping black belt, some sort of martial arts uh, guru. And, uh, you know, he, he can fight with swords and nunchucks and <laughs> all kinds of things. And he looks like a movie star. And believe me, the guy could have a giant following no matter what he did. But to choose this lesser walked path is admirable, especially from, for someone like me, that that choice that you're making saved my life, even though it was a different person, uh, saved my life uh, 42 years ago. So I guess it helps you at least sleep better at night knowing you're on the winning side of history here. And given enough time, don't you think, Annie, that this will have a tendency to become the norm again? Well, I, I do, because um, I think people are getting wiser about uh, finding a root cause as opposed to just reacting. Like, for instance, if you know, I try and draw the analogy, if your check engine light goes on, on the dash, you don't take a hammer out and beat the car until the check engine light goes off. You take the car into the shop to find out what's wrong with it. And I think conventional medicine too often is is just turning off that check engine light so you don't have to look at it. You know, removing the tumor and and um, and uh, making sure you get a clean scan. They're not looking at what causes the the problem. And alternative medicine is the, the exact opposite. I mean, they look for, they try and. Uh, turn the check engine light off by looking for what causes it to go on. And, I, and and again, the other thing is alternative medicine, if you look up the definition of alternative, it's just, it says options. And that's all that these guys are. They're not out to, to just close down the drug companies and, you know, put conventional oncologists out of work. They're saying, look, why don't we help? You know, why? how can we help this patient, you know, treat the problem and, and resolve it? So I do think it's it's time is coming to you know to power as far as having an actual place in the equation. Well, Amy, you've seen your you've seen this group grow from ten or fifteen physicians to several hundred physicians in the last six or seven years. Yeah, there are, there are a lot of like-minded physicians out there. You know, Best Answer for Cancer is a great website for other physicians that are linked with this. It's not just you know this small little group here. It's a larger group. Of, of like-minded physicians that are looking for answers and, be, and looking for better answers. Well, I was I on too, your, Dr. Winkler that, that, and I don't know what your personal story is about how you came to alternative medicine, but a lot of us come because we, we are, we have a relative or we ourselves are in, in trouble physically. And we see that there are all these options. And then it's like Pandora's box. You can't close the lid. You can't go back to yeah. doing something else. And so, you know, I think we, we, you know, it's it's the nature of the beast in that we are all, as a race, getting not, you know, not as well as we used to be. And we're all experiencing more and more issues because of all the toxins that we're, you know, exposed to daily. Annie. Which is what we're learning at this conference right now. Annie, at, at what point in your treatment, I get this question all the time, and I'm curious how you answer it. Uh, what point in your treatment did you think okay i am getting well i have made the right decision oh boy so probably it excited me from the beginning you know i i did ipt i did my own healing platform for a year and that gave me comfort because i i already was supposed to be dead you know long time long time ago and and so there was hope there, and, I, and I, I did my research. And so, yeah, almost right away, just being able to do something to address the issue gave me comfort. But when I read about IPT, this, this delivery mechanism, you know, it, it uses insulin to stimulate the cancer cells. 
and the science is all there. And I, you literally, like I say, you are addressing only the cancer, not your body. I was so excited about that. And so I felt so empowered. So I, I guess from the very beginning, I felt like I was addressing the issues and that, that made me feel good. Was I choosing the right therapies when I was building my own healing platform? I wasn't sure. You know, I had to actually listen to my body and find different ways to look at the cancer and, and, you know, see what the results were. I wasn't sure, but what I knew was I wasn't just sitting there dying. So from the beginning. Right. Well, when I listen to my body, I usually have to say, excuse me. So I'm not sure (laughs) what you mean. If you would like to talk with Annie Brandt about her situation, she has been alive for the last 15 years after receiving the diagnosis of terminal cancer, stage four. Uh, You can call her today, 866-577-2473. And her doctor, Dr. Jurgen Winkler, is uh, online as well. And he's an MD. You do not need to have a copay. And you don't even have to ask him questions about cancer. It could be related to any health issue. You can ask Dr. Winkler from qfmed.com. We'll be right back. The Functional Health Forum would like to take this moment to thank our valued sponsors. Host Dr. Jurgen Winkler will return shortly. If you've been diagnosed with cancer and know in your heart that chemo and radiation may not be the total answer, call and talk to a 40-year cancer survivor of late-stage cancer who didn't use chemo or radiation. Rick Hill is a patient advocate and can refer you to caring medical doctors and surgical oncologists who focus on the cause of cancer, not the tumor. Call Rick, tell him your story, and consider some safe alternatives. Call 800-454-7488 for this free service or visit online at cancercallcenter.com. Have you or a loved one been diagnosed with cancer or treated for cancer in the past? Quantum Functional Medicine offers an entire arsenal of treatments to battle cancer, as well as other chronic and debilitating diseases. At QF Med, each patient's treatment is personalized using a patient-empowered functional approach to treatment. They also offer integrative support treatments for those undergoing traditional chemo, radiation, or surgery, and preventative measures to help stop cancer from reoccurring. For more information, go to qfmed.com or call 760-585-4616. You're listening to the Functional Health Forum with host Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Please call in now to discuss any medical questions you might have. 866-577-2473. We're talking with Dr. Jurgen Winkler and Annie Brandt uh, about terminal cancer. Uh, I don't think we could be uh, have a more interesting or pertinent, maybe that's the right question or comment, more pertinent issue, especially facing women today. Uh, if you would like to speak to Annie, uh, do so quickly because we're in the home stretch here on the radio show by calling 866 577 2473. Annie, you're about to launch a new facet uh, with your website, which is bestanswerforcancer.com. And that is your survivorship center. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, actually, it's bestanswerforcancer.org because oh, we're a sorry. nonprofit. Correct. That's all right. Um, but the survivorship center is an online um, uh, area um, uh, where the patient can sign in, and there will be chat rooms for them to talk to other patients. Leave leave questions, and they'll get answers from patients around the world. We'll have a reference library for browsing or downloads, and this library will contain information on different therapies and and some online books um, by patients and survivors and doctors. Um, And as part of the Survivorship Center, we will have the annual conference for the public that offers, you know, the presentations by leading physicians on different answers for cancer. And it will actually be called the Answers for Cancer Conference. Um, And that's our, our... annual conference this year for the public is April 15th and 16th at the Town and Country Resort in San Diego. And is that a full two days or what's that schedule like for patients? It is a full two days. It'll go it, it'll go from about uh, 9 o'clock to 5 o'clock. Registration is at 9, so we'll probably start around 930 
and um, there will be several doctors each day presenting on different therapies that um, are answers for cancer. And their their therapies are evidence-based and um, very gentle and kind to the patient, but hard on the cancer. And and you mentioned that Dr. Winkler's show, this show, Quantum Functional Medicine, is sponsoring free tickets to that event for patients. Anybody who mentions this show that they heard about the conference on this show will get in free. And you mentioned brown bagging, but you know, Annie, when they see that lunch, they're not going to want to eat what they have in the bag. Can they buy a ticket or how does that work? Yes, we'll actually be um, offering box lunch for um, when they register online with us. They can they can purchase a, a very healthy, delicious box lunch. Okay. And uh, Dr. Winkler, what will you be speaking about? Uh, is it a different subject at this year's conference? Yeah, this year I decided to talk about some of the ways in which you can better assess what's going on internally in the body through organic acids testing. That's a type of test where this is simply a urine collection, and that will tell you whether you're carrying chronic infections, whether you have brain chemistry abnormalities, such as you know, making the right brain, brain transmitters or neurotransmitters. And then also covers vitamin analysis, amino acid byproducts, and detoxification markers. So it's a way in which you can really simply and quickly get some good information as to what's going on internally in somebody as you're trying to treat them. Boy, I don't know if it's going to reveal my brain abnormalities. <laughs> well, you, you'd have to be the exception. I don't think I would allow any testing for you. <laughs> I don't know if I want that in my file. <laughs> so tell us, um, tell us, Dr. Winkler, what if Annie, well, Annie is your patient, but if she were a new patient, what kind of lifestyle changes would you suggest for her? Well, Amy's quite familiar with that, as are you. The biggest issue from a lifestyle perspective is the food that you eat and how it's prepared. So you know, most people have to go from what we call the standard American diet to a rather uh, aggressive change. Uh, there are places like Optum Health Institute, which are you know, another version of that type of diet where you're doing raw, vegan-type diet. And being a vegetarian for a short time is really helpful to at least help with cleansing and detoxifying the body. The less cooked the food, the better it is for, you know, utilization by the body. Um, also, getting off of gluten-based foods, which are highly refined foods and flours. Um, also, getting off of uh, milk and dairy-based products. Those are also refined products. And then looking at all the GMO foods that we have. So, you're trying to switch corn, soy, and we're hearing more and more of the types of foods that are out there that are not being uh, really produced naturally. So, organically raised foods... Uh, preferably in a, in a natural state, you know, to eat them versus cooking them and ruining the, the enzymes and, and other nutritional factors in the food. And then, uh, you know, reducing sugar input, uh, sugar intake, high carb, you know, and eliminating high carbohydrate-based foods. So your starches, you know, your rice and your potatoes and those things are, are going to be limited. You can't, you need to limit them completely, but they're going to be quite limited. Eating fruits that are going to be low in sugar as well, like berries, strawberries, blueberries, raspberries, etc. So that's just a start. You know, then we talk about exercise and other ways in which we reduce and then reduce inflammation in the body. Well, one of the reasons that people don't follow a restricted so-called diet uh, is because it, it gets boring, they think, and that the food doesn't taste good, they think, and that you know, they won't get invited out by friends anymore who just want to go for pizza and beer. But Annie, you were our guest as a, at a dinner party we threw the other night. Was the food, if you didn't, if you weren't on this program, would you have enjoyed the food that we served? Oh my gosh, it was absolutely delicious. It was fabulous. And I, I you're right, that's a big misconception that healthy is boring and, and not tasty. It's absolutely fabulous. I, I can't eat conventional anymore, non-organic. I just can't. And, I mean, we it, we had a gravy. We had uh, a stir-fry shrimp dish. We had, what did we have for, for dessert that I think will surprise a lot of people? Oh, it was tiramisu. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah, well, well, that's exactly right. And I found gluten-free lady fingers, and we used organic stuff in it. And I didn't think it was too hard to eat. <laughs> A little bit now, not a lot, because there is some sugar in it. 
But you know, I, you know, I would always pick Sunday as my sort of cheat day, and I still it was still all organic, and there was only maybe four to six ounces of meat at the most once a week. But I looked forward to one day a week eating what I would call a little more normal diet, even though it was non-toxic. And then the rest of the week, it was fasting, juicing, colonics, salads. You know, I was in the game during the week. But on the weekend, I, I, I mean, I'm not a crazy person. I want to enjoy life, and I like good foods. Uh, our listeners should know that uh, Annie eats good food, uh, even though it's healthy. Yes? Oh, yeah. I, from my, when I first got diagnosed for the first seven months, I did raw organic vegan diet, and um, and it, it, I could not believe how good the vegetables were. You know, when I first started doing that, I went to this this uh, cleanse spa, and um, I didn't actually know what I was getting into. I thought I was just doing cleanses, and and when I found out I was going to eat raw organic vegan. Um, you know, we were sitting around the fire introducing ourselves that night, and it got to me, and I said, well, I like meat and wine, red wine. Does anyone hear vegetables in there? And it was like, but when I actually tasted this or this raw, organic, vegetarian diet, vegan diet, oh, my God, the vegetables were like, I'd never had a vegetable before because they actually had flavor. <laughs> and so it was very easy to stay on that diet for seven and a half months, And then, but then I, you know, I'm one of those people that actually needs a little meat, so... I started varying my diet, but, and that's what I wanted to say: is it doesn't need to be that extreme. This is the best answer. This is how we help people figure out their best answer. You know, Dr. Winkler does all these tests, and then you can do uh, what's called an RGCC test, which tests your blood for um, the tests the tumor cells for what is effective against them. So it could be that you know you you can eat certain vegetables, but you shouldn't eat others, and you should, you know, you respond. The cancer responds. Uh, or is, uh, the you know meat. Some meats are very effective against your cancer. So, you know, the the particular diet you end up with is going to be based on what the doctors can test for and find for that particular kind of cancer. So, you know, it doesn't need to be extreme. But as Rick points out, you know, if you're faced with dying of cancer or eating only vegetables, you know, you're going to eat only vegetables <laughs> or you know, it's your choice, but but I can personally attest that the food is absolutely delicious. Well, we've been talking this hour with Dr. Jurgen Winkler and Annie Brandt, who is the um, founder of www.bestanswerforcancer.org. And you can meet Annie Brandt in person and Dr. Winkler April 15 and 16 here in sunny San Diego. Log on to her site and find out how Dr. Winkler will pay for your ticket to attend. My name is Rick Hill. On behalf of Dr. Jurgen Winkler and the Quantum Functional Forum, thank you for listening. Thanks for listening and participating in this week's Functional Health Forum with Dr. Jurgen Winkler. Tune in next Saturday from noon to one for the next edition of the Functional Health Forum right here on 1210 AM KPRZ. You can also listen to this and previously recorded shows on SoundCloud. Search Functional Health Forum.